Hello, hello. Welcome to Twin Flame Transformation Season 2. My name is Michelle and I will be your host and guide. On today's episode, I want to talk about what I believe is one of the biggest superpowers for twin flames to have and to use, and that is having a clear mind. Now, I know that may sound simple, and yet this is what so many of us struggle from. It's what most of the world struggles from. I mean, think about all the people of the world and think about all of their thoughts. And you may or may not know this, but our thoughts create thought forms. And when we think of them over time, it actually creates an energy. And and we think about it enough, it creates a density. And if enough people on the planet think about the same thought, it creates a density that makes it sort of real, right? Because it grounds it into our planet. And now imagine a world where all of the people cleared their thoughts and had clear thoughts and were totally present in the moment. I mean, wow, that would be a completely different world. And it would allow us to raise our density and clear away anything that's not necessary. And yet what's amazing about this is that this superpower is built right into us. And if we know how to use it, if we know how to clear our mind, I have found it can help immensely on the twin flame journey. Now, before I dive in further, I want to remind you to stay to the end of the episode where you'll have the opportunity to hear another Twin Flame share their journey. And then you can also hear how you can send in your Twin Flame story and journey should you want to. Okay, back to clearing our mind and what I believe is the greatest superpower we have innately built within us and that we can use to help us on our Twin Flame journey. So when we can attain a clear mind, then our true, divine, authentic self has space to shine through. And we, when we align with our true, divine, authentic self, we are in union with ourselves, divine source, and our twin flame. When we can attain a clear mind, then we have a direct channel to our soul and our heart, which is our truth. Because our body doesn't lie and neither does our soul. It's only our mind that can hold beliefs that aren't true. So when we can sustain a clear mind, then we know and can feel our innate worthiness, our enoughness, and we can feel seen and loved. Until we can turn inward and see the truth of who we are, which is a divine being of light, we all are that then no amount of outside validation will ever feel enough. And until we can see our divinity and our innate worthiness, we will continue to need it validated from the outside world and especially from our twin flame. And we will constantly be fighting for our limitations. Yet when we can achieve this place of a clear mind, we can differentiate between our external thoughts and our innate truth. From this clear mind, we can see clearly what is real and true for our twin flame as well. Having this clear mind on the twin flame journey becomes a real superpower. Because I find it can not only help you navigate all the challenges that come your way, but it is imperative for your path to ascension. So if you've been on this journey for a while, you've probably heard that the twin flame journey 
is a spiritual journey. That it's an ascension journey. That it's a path to enlightenment. That it's a journey of self-love. It's a journey of transmuting fears and lower emotions to love and higher emotions. It's a journey of redefining love and really understanding what unconditional love feels like and looks like. That this journey is ultimately not about your twin flame, but that they are the catalyst and mirror to your healing. This journey is about the feminine reclaiming their power and voice and emotions and rebalancing the polarity with the masculine energy. And this journey is about claiming your sovereignty and divine right as a worthy, enough human being and being of light. Right? So yes, 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 yes to all of those. All of those, right? But here's the thing. I don't believe you can fully get to those places of transformation without cooperation from your mind. Rather than the other way around, which is most common, is to think that it's our mind and thoughts and beliefs that will get us there. Right? But it's really our higher self and co leading the way and our mind being clear and following. And what I have also found and strongly believe is that all those transformations and transmutations that we go on need a balance of our mind, body, and soul. And yet, what quite often gets in the way of this divine balance is that our thoughts and our mind lead the way rather than the unity of our mind, body, and soul working together. What often happens is our mind ends up controlling our consciousness and limits us rather than our consciousness informing and expanding our mind. Our mind gathers all sorts of information and knowledge, and it takes in all these twin flame concepts. But then this knowledge and those concepts get intermixed and entangled with our genetic patterns, our old belief systems, society's influence, and in this enmeshment turns all of this new info into new thoughts, overthinking, ruminating, and as we try and make sense of all of it, these thoughts eventually end up controlling us, and we may not even be aware of this. And all of this entangled info in our thoughts often ends up getting in the way of the truth of the twin flame journey, and this can create confusion and exacerbate the challenges that we're already facing. Because here's the thing, we can't fully understand a concept until our body experiences it. So if our mind hears a concept that it's never experienced, our mind will try and make sense of it and mix it with all of, it, of its other knowledge, right? And this often changes the twin flame concept to fit the old belief system. And this is where we can get stuck. And this is where I think there's so much misinformation out there because it's intermingled with limited thoughts and beliefs and not connected with innate truth. So that's why even what I share, I always say, I mean, I try and connect and clear my mind as much as possible, but I am still human. So please only take what I share and what feels right and true for you. And, and so just like we don't heal from our mind, right? We heal with, from our body. We also don't ascend and reach enlightenment from our mind. 
and we don't become conscious and expand our consciousness from our mind because our unconscious all those old beliefs that are keeping us stuck are in our unconscious and our subconscious those live in our body those live in creativity those live in dreams when we can clear those where our body's working with our mind and showing our mind and our mind is expanding not the other way around so we become conscious and expand our consciousness by observing our mind and we use our mind and the information in it when it's necessary and helpful, but we don't want to let it control us because here's the biggest thing. Our mind only operates in three dimensions, right? 3D. And on the twin flame journey, we are moving into 4D and 5D. And the only way we can move out of 3D, out of limited three-dimensional thinking and being is to have a clear mind and let go of our thoughts so we can make space for higher dimensions to come through. So we can undo our limited thinking and see a new way of being in the world. And this can only happen with a clear mind. And so how do we get there? And we get there, meditation. Meditation is a way to get to a clear mind. Now, I'm guessing You've heard this countless times from countless spiritual teachers, right? You might even be rolling your eyes right now or saying to yourself, I know, I know, I try, or I will, or I can't, or like, I know it's hard, or all the other things that come up. I get it. Yes to all of that. I really do. I really do. I mean, meditating's hard. It, it's, it's, it's a challenge. That's why not everyone does it, right? But I remember trying to meditate and how hard it was and my mind wouldn't shut off my mind had full control over me and I would want to scream because I knew better and I wanted to change it and I couldn't and it became so frustrating and then when I would be able to finally quiet my mind when I was in that clear mind what I found was so much fear so it wasn't safe for me to quiet my mind right so I had to get there slowly and through my body I had to do walking meditations or just take short time out throughout the day Guided meditations really helped me, right? So often a hard yoga class would help me because I would exhaust myself physically so much that my mind would finally quiet down. And then eventually as I worked through my fears and healed a lot of my childhood experiences, I was able to let go of my thoughts and it felt safe to get quiet. Because meditation just doesn't happen overnight, right? It's a lifelong practice. I mean, I had moments I had moments where I could tap into it, so I knew it was possible. But for most of the time, it was frustrating. But it's a practice. It's a lifelong practice, and it's not something to achieve, right? It's a practice. Like anything new in life, it takes time. Living life is a practice. <laughs> um, and so here's another thing that helped me greatly and changed my practice. So I used when I finally was able to start me meditating, I would meditate regularly. But then afterwards, I would analyze, judge, and compare how I did on my meditation, like how well I did and how good or bad my practice was that, to, that day, right? Like today was a good meditation because I was able to quiet my mind, or today was a bad meditation, and then I would feel the frustration and get down on myself because I couldn't quiet my mind, right? I'd get angry at myself, feel frustrated, and then my practice turns in, turned into a judgment zone. And I found I was just repeating the patterns that were keeping me stuck in life. And it wasn't until I learned to not attach to the outcome of my meditation practice that I learned what meditation really was. 
right? So one of the reasons I find meditation imperative on the twin flame journey and a superpower is because meditation is a practice of non-attachment, non-judgment, non-defining, non-comparing, right? It's a practice of what love is. We can't grab and hold love. We can hold someone's hand, but we can't hold love. We can feel love, but we can't hold it. Love is an energy that's omnipresent, right? It's always here. It's everywhere. And yet we are taught to attach to it for fear of losing it. Just like we can't attach from our twin flame. They're our soul vibration, right? The same soul vibration. And just as we can't attach from divine source energy from God, it's omnipresent. It's always here. Nothing to attach to, and yet we're taught to attach. But attaching and attachment is actually what creates our suffering. And one of the reasons it's so hard to meditate is because we're attached to our thoughts, right? Meditation can teach us to practice non-attachment. As a thought floats in, we can let it go. And then over time, that thought doesn't have power over us or it can't control us. We learn not to attach to it. Now, I want to say, as I shared earlier, I feel this is important, that sometimes those obsessive thoughts that come into our thought patterns, they come in to protect us from our fears, right? And this pattern can develop in us as early as children. So those thought patterns are hardwired in, right? I don't find too many people talking about this, and yet I know firsthand this was the case for me, and it was really challenging. So if this is for you, just have compassion with yourself and know that there's fear under there, right? And this is when working with a therapist or healer can be very helpful. And so therefore, all that being said, I suggest that meditation is something, a practice that is eased into mindfully and gently and at your own rhythm and speed without judgment and allowed to develop and grow slowly over time without comparison to how anyone else is doing or where you think you should be. So now another powerful reason why when you eventually develop this practice, right, why meditation can be so invaluable is that it's how we rewire our subconscious patterns that are no longer serving us, right? those subconscious patterns and beliefs that we're not even conscious of, that we were taught as children, we may not even consciously believe, but our body was told it enough times that it created a habit and a pattern that our body believes it, right? And that's what controls us eventually. So when we have thought patterns, we create a neural pathway in our brain, right? And that tells our body, this is a truth. And when we obsess over our twin flame, we create a thought pattern and that pathway becomes stronger and harder to let go. Right? The more we obsess or ruminate, the stronger that neural thought pattern becomes. And it's harder and harder to get rid of. But when we meditate, we can come to neutral with our thoughts. And in this place, there are no thought patterns and no neural pathways are activated. Right, And that's when the fears can come up because we're, we're showing the body a new way to be in the world. And those fears have nothing to hold on to and they want to be released. So... We go slowly and from this neutral place, we can work with our fears. We can rewire our brain so that we have control over our thoughts and our fears and not the other way around. And because of neuroplasticity, we can change our thought patterns, right? We can create new neural pathways. We don't have to live this way that we're living, right? But this takes practice. 
And so if you do want more info on this, the neural pathways, I recommend following the work of the neurologist and Dr. Joe Dispenza. Okay. Now I'm going to share a few, this is <laughs> somehow this episode has gotten super long. I thought, oh, this will be a nice, light, easy one after last week's alchemy. I thought, you know, something light. And then all the information was coming through me for this. And I thought, oh, this will be so easy and light. And now I'm just going and going and like, there's so much. Okay. So bear with me. So I'm going to share a few other reasons why meditation is so important on the twin flame journey and how the more you can practice it, the more it will be your superpower. I promise you. So as you know, or you probably know, the journey to enlightenment is making the unconscious conscious. When we are conscious all the time, we are in control of our thoughts, right? And consciousness is not how many facts or concepts we know, but how much we're aware of our present moment, how conscious we are of our body, how conscious we are of our thoughts. And another reason meditation is a superpower is that meditation helps us become less reactive, right? And scientific studies have shown this to be true. And as you know, our twin flame has the ability, like no one else, to deeply trigger us. Meditation helps us to not hold on to that trigger, to come back to center, to come back to neutral, come back to our truth and be in our body safely. And another reason a clear mind and meditation can be your superpower is because on this twin flame spiritual journey, you will find and maybe have already found that discernment is so necessary. I, in fact, for me, it's imperative. Meditation, because, because as you grow spiritually, you're open to all sorts of energies, right? You clear the density of your thought forms and your fears and your wounding. And then you become so clear that you're open to so much. And you've got to be able to discern the different vibrations, right? The different vibrations of thoughts and energies. And there's trickster energies out there and you got to be able to feel them. They're subtle, but meditation can help us become more clear about not only our own thoughts and vibrations and energies, but about those of others, right? And meditation also helps us tell the difference between our ego energy and our higher vibrational source energy and information and channeled energy, right? Meditation helps us discern if information is for our highest good or not. Meditation helps us discern if the thoughts we have about our twin flame are true or not. Meditation helps us listen to our body. And when we quiet our mind, we have a direct line to our body, soul, and source energy. When we are caught in our thoughts, we only have access to limited information. When we can clear our mind, we have access to all that is and all that ever was. I had a yoga and meditation teacher, Yogi Charu, who learned meditation with the yogis in the Himalayas. And he would say that meditating is like flossing your teeth. It needs to be part of your personal hygiene. It's just as important, he would say, to floss out all the thoughts that are no longer necessary as it is to just floss your teeth. And lastly, remember, clearing your mind is a journey. Meditation is a journey, just like life is a journey. It doesn't need to be conquered or accomplished right now. So I hope that has been helpful. I know, as I've said many times, how challenging this journey is. And I'm so grateful for this podcast and connecting with all of you and for hearing your twin flame shares and being on this journey with me. So I've started, as I said last week, a private Facebook group with a beautiful soul named Molly. And so Molly is 
the admin and we'll be running it and I'll stop in every now and then. But it's really, it was designed for all of you listeners who want to connect with each other, right? And we called the group Alchemical Soul. You can find it under groups on Facebook. And as you do so, please use your own discernment, compassion, and respect as you meet each other and hold space for your own private journey and also others that they share. So, and you know, I encourage you to only share what feels comfortable to share, but it is there for you to connect. And we want to do the best we can to provide a safe space for all of you to connect with each other. Also, if you want to share your Twin Flame journey, you can send in a five to 10 minute voice recording, or for added privacy, you can email me your story in writing, and I will read it. And you can email those to twinflametransformation11 at gmail.com. And don't forget the 11 after Twin Flame Transformation. So Twin Flame Transformation 11 at gmail.com. And now join me as I read our next powerful, moving, and inspiring Twin Flame Share. I dated my twin flame, my TF, when I was 23 years old. The first night we went out together, he said, quote, I feel like I just met the person I'm going to marry, end quote. I adored him. He gave me a key to his place right away. We fell hard and fast. And a few months later, it fell apart. But for the next six years, Long before I knew what a TF, a twin flame, was, whenever I was happy and focusing on myself, he would come back around. But no matter how many times we tried, we weren't able to make it work. Finally, I moved on. I started dating my now husband. Like clockwork, my TF tried to step in. He showed up at my door and sent flowers. Then I got engaged, and he sent me a letter in the mail begging me not to marry someone else. I was happy, and my relationship was stable, so I threw the letter in the trash. My TF moved away, and so did I. I got married and had two kids. He eventually got married, too. I would hear from him from time to time, mostly on holidays, Sometimes he would text me how much he missed me and how many regrets he had over letting me go, but I would brush it off. I was blissfully unaware of our connection for eight years. Then one day I ran into him, which was no small task by the universe as we live on different sides of the country. We were staying at connecting hotels and because of the pandemic, the pool at his hotel was closed. So guests from his hotel were using the facilities at the adjoining hotel where I was staying. And there he was standing across the pool. I didn't even think. As soon as I saw him, I just walked as quickly as I could to hug him. Then, I don't know how to explain in words what happened. My body went into extreme energy overload. I was instantly hot, felt like I was shaking, and buzzing from within. 
It was unlike any feeling I had ever experienced before. We sat and talked for a little while, and I didn't want it to end. He met my husband shortly after. He texted me later, telling me he never stopped loving me. I felt the same. On the way home from that trip, I had what I believe now to be a dark night of the soul. I had never been depressed before, but suddenly I had a flash of suicidal thoughts. I was thinking of him constantly even though I loved my husband. I kept wondering, how could this happen? If we loved each other so much, how did we not end up together? All these years I had loved my husband and still do, but I don't have the same connection with him as with my TF. And all of a sudden, I was painfully aware of this connection and wondered how I had ignored it long enough to commit my life to someone else. I felt like my soul had been ripped out and there was no way to fix it, apart from blowing up my whole life. I felt ashamed of thinking of my TF. I felt like I was cheating and that wasn't in line with my moral values. I saw therapists and psychiatrists. Finally, I sought the help of several spiritual healers that helped me understand the TF journey. My TF and I are still in separation. I am working on my soul ascension and enjoying the present moments, choosing to remain in my marriage. I know that union is not possible for my TF and me at this time as we both have karmic relationships we are working through, and we have important work to do before we can come together. I am happy and thriving in life and business. I have a clear purpose, and I believe part of the Twin Flame journey is to push me to accomplish big things in this lifetime, while also learning unconditional love of every soul I encounter. At times, I feel completely whole, in total bliss, knowing I can connect with my TF anytime I'd like in higher realms. And then, sometimes, I struggle trying to make sense of the confusion. This podcast has helped me so much. I know the pain. And I wish everyone going through this journey all the best.